This podcast is a Bendy Geddig Media production. Hello, I'm Michael Sheen, and you are listening to a Touchline Rant podcast. Welcome everyone to episode 222 of Touchline Run. I am Mitchell Gadd and just a peek behind the curtain for those of you who are listening to this podcast, um, I am staring at three, well two and Luke sort of just off to the side a little bit, uh, co-hosts <laughs> in, um, first of all, Mr. Steve Bennett, Sexy Steve. How are you doing, Steve? Very well, thank you. <laughs> Why have I not oh noticed your voice before? <laughs> Sorry. You what sat your rock in a semi. <laughs> that is unbelievable. It's taken us about 10 seconds to say the word semi as well. I've also got <laughs> Cassie Robson. Hello, Cassie. How are you doing? If I could get a semi, I would have. Yeah. Wide on galore. <laughs> and sort of deceptively off to the right of my screen as I look at it is uh, Mr. Luke. Smalley, say hello to everyone, Luke. Hello, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. And so, yeah, I'm obviously here in, in uh, it's not sunny Australia yet, it is still 10 to 6 in the morning, but Jesus my wept. three lovely co-hosts are, are back, back in our old stomping ground in the studio. So Luke, why don't you, because you've been there before, why don't you just give us a bit more of a peek behind the curtain, describe your, your surroundings for, for our listeners. Um, professional. <laughs> Um, we're back at Digichemistry this week. It's lovely. It's been it's been a long time away. Um, and we're you've built a recording studio, like it's a full stunning. on podcast recording studio. It's incredible. Well, the the listeners will be able to see behind the curtain because it's also being filmed. I know. Yeah. It's worrying that I'm also on camera <laughs> as, as well as microphone. I usually, believe it or not, worry about what I'm going to say. Now I also need to worry about how I'm going to look. It's Fucking fine. Brilliant. Your semi's under the desk. You yeah, have that problem. That, I, sorted, I sorted that out. Don't <laughs> <laughs> it looks far too professional, doesn't it, really, this week for us. But, uh, you know, so um, I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll take the tone down. And uh, I mean, It's already gone down. It's it? already gone down quite a bit, hasn't it? I don't know what you mean. I left the tub of Vaseline down the seat. Vas- yeah, this is, this is the issue. We've had semis, wide-ons. We've had... <laughs> Steve's been on the casting couch. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mitch. <laughs> unreal, unreal. Uh, so no- nothing like bringing this back down to through the bump like VAR because uh. we've got a few things to talk about but let's just just really get everyone let's get everyone's anger out early on in the podcast because we want to end on a positive note but um unfortunately VAR this we had one of those weekends didn't it I think fucking yeah. one of those weekends where everything that could go wrong did there were a few games um decisions at Stamford Bridge decisions at St James's Park I'm going to start with uh with sexy Steve Bennett um <laughs> What did you make of the big calls this weekend with VAR? Uh, fucking shambles, to be honest with you, Mitch. Um, I it's watched... conclusive. <laughs> That's it done. No, uh, I, I watched. Um, I watched back the the highlights of both the games you just mentioned, 
And obviously they were the two high profile cases, but there was VAR incidents in three or four other games that absolutely didn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Forest game, for example, um, was actually probably the only positive um, use of VAR this weekend where Michael Oliver felt like he could overrule VAR and say, actually, no, I'm going to stick with it and give the penalty, which was a flat out a penalty. Um, <clears throat> but... Uh, what I wanted to what I wanted to focus on mainly about these these horrible VAR calls for Newcastle um, and West Ham was the effect that it's going to have on the table. If you think back over the last three seasons, Newcastle, uh, uh, Manchester City, and Liverpool have been split by one point over three seasons, mm. which goes to show how important it is th- these fine margins in games. If Chelsea and Newcastle, if Newcastle had got the goal that would have beat Palace and Chelsea had conceded the goal to West Ham, which would have made them draw level, they basically would be swapped places in the table right now. So Newcastle would be sixth and Chelsea would be down in Don't 11. Don't tell them that. They'll be punching horses. <laughs> no, but you I, know what they're like, these people? No, again. I, I'm not going to show... Riling up the orcs. I'm not going <laughs> to... <laughs> I'm not going to show my working out, but honestly, I, I had a little look. and it, But that, that's where you're at. Fortunately, sadly, it doesn't really change it for West Ham, who would still be no. near the bottom of the table. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Um, yeah. But, but, yeah. That, Good. but that is what we're talking about here. And that that's a huge difference, especially for clubs like Newcastle and Chelsea that have ambitions to be you know in the top and at the moment and I know we're only six games in still but Newcastle aren't anywhere aren't in the top eight because of that shocking decision they absolutely battered Palace mm. as well absolutely battered them yeah they they sorry I forgot, forgot I wasn't hosting then <laughs> <laughs> sorry Mitch you right there mate <laughs> apologize the wizard of Oz over there on the laptop you forget get back name. in your box yeah <laughs> no go on then Luke what were you, what were you going to add to that because I'm sure it was a very salient point well I was going to say that the worst the worst decision this weekend was the McAllister goal yeah I was just going to say yeah. that like that's this is just I know you know West Ham got robbed but I don't really care um <laughs> That was a stunner as well. It was, that, that it was, was no a McAllister. crime. No. It was a crime against that football disallowing goal. that. Oh. It should be. It shouldn't be allowed for a goal that fucking good. Yeah. To yeah. Be <laughs> if 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 I was the ref in that game, I guarantee you, if I was in my ear and VAR said, "I think you should come look at this," I'd be like, "No, fuck nah. off! I saw it." it was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, (laughs) give the goal. I'm not going to be the person who rules that out. You just can't help but feel like whoever's in that office doing the VAR decisions, like they've they've basically missed it and gone, "Fuck! Did anyone see that?" Yeah, that's what it was. (laughs) No, I missed it. Should we just just make a call? Just say no goal. Don't worry about it. It's ludicrous that even now, I can't. Someone said someone said it on Five Live, and I can't remember who it was, but they said, "Oh, what's wrong with VAR?" And he went, "Nothing. VAR is literally just pressing rewind." The problem is with the people fucking watching it and getting the calls wrong. Someone must have broke the rewind button because there's no way they watched any of the goals this weekend no. more than like. If yeah. You and I could have made better <laughs> decisions than that. Yeah. It seems to me as well that that, that um, and Steve, you mentioned it with the with the Forest game. That decision took an age, but it was it was encouraging to see Michael Oliver actually stand his ground and say, "Well, look, no, there's nothing clear and obvious." And it was a penalty, but at the same time as well, I think seems to be forgotten in this is that it is looking at what should be overturning clear and obvious errors. Yeah. And it's just not doing that. And most of the time that the referees are asked to go to the screen, they're they're pretty much, you know, I don't know the numbers, but 
the majority of the time they're overturning the decision. And there's a few of those that they're overturning, as we talked about this weekend, but for quite a while now, where you think, do they really need to overturn that? And if they're there standing at screen for five minutes to think whether they need to overturn it, is it a clear and obvious error? Yeah. Um, it happened the week before. It just with the seems Wolves to me game. this. As well, Wolves scored the goal week before last, which mm. was fine. It was ruled out because there was a foul in the build-up, and it, Jimenez yeah. scored it. And it was just like, well, was it clear and obvious? No, not in at the all. United game as well. Yeah, if you have to look at an incident multiple times, mm. it's not clear and obvious. Yeah, this is the it's it's ridiculous. It's it's like those stupid offside decisions where it's like, oh yeah, but his his little finger is in front. No one gives it a al- shit. It almost <laughs> no feels like, it almost feels like because it's there, people don't have the interpretation of when it should be used correct in their head. Yeah, mm-hmm. my, like so my mum said like to me when I was a teenager. just be done. Just because you've got it, you don't have to use yeah. it all the time. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But this is the problem. It's that they don't need to constantly go mm. back and check these decisions. It's meant to help <clears throat> come to a right decision. Yeah. And right now... It's like there's no black and white of what a right decision is. Like, it makes no sense. No. I feel like if you ask half of the VAR team to justify the decisions they made, they won't be able to do it. No, it's, it's nonsensical. No, the, it's wor- the worst thing is that Pogmo have come out and admitted that the uh, calls in the Newcastle and Chelsea mm-hmm. games were wrong. So mm-hmm. that the, the, the VAR officials got it wrong. They've now somehow magically reviewed it and, and decided that it was wrong. So uh, they can't even... You know, they can't even make stick to the decisions that they made the, less than 24 hours before. The mm. issue that I have as well, just sort of not playing to looking at the other side of this, is that someone somewhere is ultimately having to make a call, knowing that it's going to be dissected and looked over. And then you go, right, okay, well, what happens is because everyone knew that, that West Ham goal should have stood. Mm. Everyone. The only person who didn't. We're fucking refing the game and checking the VAR. <laughs> yeah. So they, then you're like, oh, well, someone needs to be in their ear. You know? Oh, side note, maybe it could be God in their ear. <laughs> I, d- d- you know, we might... yes. <laughs> there he is. So there this is, is a new feature for ATR. <laughs> um, this is God. We've got God. Is, our budget's guest. really good. Big guest. It's the biggest guest that we've ever had on. I'd rather it was God than the ghost of the game. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, much better. The only way I would improve. And what can we do about it? Is, it, is there anything we could do about it to... Um, to uh, In rugby, obviously, you can hear the conversation. So we don't know what the person's saying when they refer the referee uh, and whether they're saying, look, I'm not sure... Mitchell has a way. sign on his face. <laughs> Steve, please, please take the sign off Mitchell's face. Sorry, Mitch, to cut you off. <laughs> I was trying to write a note on my phone. I was hoping the ghost would have done what it for us. What sign have I got on my face? God, God, God let us know this? that there was a sign on your face. Upgraded. God is a great guest to have. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's, he's really, really helpful. Forget Michael Sheen. <laughs> And others. And real, Steve. <laughs> Michael Sheen is essentially so, God. To follow on for what you were saying there, Mitch... The commentators have some sort of insight into it, don't they? Because if you're watching a game live and there's a VAR call being disputed, quite often the commentator's like, oh, I can tell you that the check is over about 10 seconds before the check is over, uh, announced on the screens. So clearly they've got exactly. clearly mm. they've got some sort of mm. inside track. What do they know? Yeah, exactly. Yes. So, another thing Give it to the masses. Another thing. What do you know? <laughs> Another thing that would improve it as well is if they show the fucking decision making in the stadiums. Yeah. 
like where possible. Yeah. We haven't all got fancy stadiums, Cassie. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> We're, getting, Old we're getting those a... hot tubs installed <laughs> yeah. next week. Old Trafford Dane is actually yeah. a shed, but, you know, there's levels. And so did you just say Old Trafford's not exactly a shed? Yeah, it's, it's not. It's, I mean, it's all, it's big, isn't it? Just, I suppose it's, you know, very much like the Titanic. Just because it's big, don't mean it's good. <laughs> <laughs> is that the big good? That's what I tell myself anyway. If it's not, yeah, Just because I mean... it's big doesn't mean it's good. I tell myself that every day time i look in the mirror a woman's lied to you my love <laughs> i know <laughs> this is awful. sorry i can't keep staring right. at that curtain it's freaking me out uh, we've if done it... enough of var anyways it's brought the, yeah, it's brought fuck, the mood var. It's brought fuck the mood var. fuck var fuck var um let's talk about some positive things um let's talk about alexander mitrovic Ugh. who oh, yes. i think last couple of times he's been in the premier league <clears throat> I think is slightly disappointed whether that's through the system that he's played or his own performance. But he, at the moment, and I think a term in fancy football that's used is fixture proof, um, it seems. But he is absolutely tearing up. He's bullying defenses. Um, and he is, well, he's the focal point of a lot of Fulham's attacks. Uh, Cassie, what have you made of his uh, season so far? How impressed have you been? I feel like he owes me a bit of commission because <laughs> I took him out of my fantasy team. He's had a blinder. I took mm. Tony out of my fantasy team. He scored a fucking hat trick. So, I mean, clearly I'm doing something for them. No, he's, he's, you sound so disappointed. I am. <laughs> Have you seen how my fantasy... I've, yeah. It's been very depressing. I was like, yes, I could take Tony out and could put Haaland in. What does the fucker go and do? He scores three goals. I'm not happy. Anyway... Yes, he's been, he, he's phenomenal. It's almost like we're watching a different Fulham this mm. this season. Like it's actually, yeah, actually good. We all joked about them coming up and kind of saying, oh, they'll, well, they'll go down. Yeah, this is the problem with Fulham. And Jesus Christ, they've given everyone a, yeah, they're really good. a run for their money. And Mitrovic looks like he's going to be, what's he on, six at the moment? Yeah, he's the second top scorer behind Haaland in the league. Unbelievable. Oh, fucking Haaland. Unbelievable. It's going to be one of them seasons where Haaland will win it, but we'll all go to give it to Mitrovic. I, I, mean? d- I just can't get on with Haaland. He, he looks boring. like someone's made a head out of Play-Doh. He does. It's, it's Doesn't oh, he? horrible. <laughs> did anyone he did anyone see the um did anyone see the comment from Gary Neville where he was talking about um him uh something to do with Bond films and saying like oh he looked like you know he could be in a Bond film. Mm. He has been in a Bond film. Has anyone seen the uh, the Living Daylights where basically there's this tall um, slick back blonde sort of German I don't know whether sort this of is Scandinavian a... guy he is the spit of Erling Haaland right. I thought for a second we were saying he'd actually been in the film like oh no this was in the 80s okay. uh, <laughs> unless it was Al Finger I don't know but he was a fetus he was merely a twinkle <laughs> <laughs> but just quickly back to Mitrovic his uh, scoring record is just bordering on unbelievable since he signed permanently for Fulham in 2018 he has got 1.7 goals per game. <laughs> Why did I That's take him out unreal. of my team? But the problem is, is most of them have been in the championship. Yeah. yeah. This is the thing, is that because the last time he was in the Premier League, I think he got something like three goals. If Sorry, that... that's not right at all. 
Sorry, my maths is completely wrong. Please disregard me. <laughs> I've just realised. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We should have asked God. We should have asked God. Yeah, God, it's not. how many goals per game it's has not. he scored? It's not. How can I help? <laughs> <laughs> can you can you just check how many goals per game Mitrovic has scored? Since 2018. Since don't, 2018. Because it's just going to show my maths. God will do it. It's very, <laughs> Thanks, it's God. very good. It's at least... It, he scored a lot. It's at least... <laughs> God says a lot. It's at least one in two. Um... But yeah, and also like he's he's the Serbia's all-time top goal goal scorer. Which is that saying much? Well, but the, mm. but it, it, that's what I mean though. Like he's not a great team, mm. and he still scored forty-six in seventy-four games. Who are they playing mm. though? Is it like? Well, I mean, England routinely get teams like. Serbia. Yes, we're not saying right. much here. So <laughs> at, at one point though, they had. I'm trying to think Who's of Serbia. Right, Serbian <laughs> players. So you got Mitrovic, you got Nemanja Vidic historically. Milinkovic Savic. Milinkovic Savic. Uh, There's a lot of Tosic. itches in there. Yeah, just used to Tosic play for Man United. Was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could literally just add itch to the end of any name and no uh, one in fucking know. I'd, I'd, Adam Klechlech, <laughs> I think his name was. Klechlech. <laughs> this is going down a bad path. <laughs> Serbians aren't the people this, to fuck this. with either. That's oh, fine. shit, it's no. Fine. Ah, it's fine. I'll sort it out. Don't worry. Serbian fan base is, is, They're going to be coming in through the window. I go, I've uh, got to admit, I'm more scared of the podcast studio ghost than I am of fucking Serbians right now. Yeah. We, in there's total, a... Mitrovic has scored <laughs> six goals. <laughs> Let's get some audio Thanks, in God. Luke. Thanks, God. <laughs> nice one, God. I have more Mitrovic facts if you'd have like you Oh, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, please. God is telling us Mitrovic facts. God has a question. Fire away, God. How many yellow cards has Mitrovic had? Ooh. This season? Oh, so this many. season or all time? All time. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to go 34. How many I'm... yellow cards has Mitrovic got? In 28. His 50. The answer is two. <laughs> two? <laughs> <laughs> no. More reds, though. Easily five. How many reds, God? God might be on the wrong <laughs> website. <laughs> Mitch isn't getting any of this again. By the way, just <laughs> God's oh, on the <laughs> Mitch on the on the on post. You'll love this. I'm telling you, you'll be cracking up. I can't wait to listen to this. Podcast okay. Mitrovic ended the last season with 12 goals. <laughs> okay, so Fulham's so his goal scoring record for Fulham since he signed permanently is eighty nine in one hundred and fifty four games. Okay, hang on, let me do the math. So that's not one point seven goals a game. That's zero point five. Yeah, well, that's still one in <laughs> over one in two. Yeah, yeah that's pretty that's good. That's pretty good. One point seven was less, the less impressive wrong way than around. we were making. Yeah, that my song. bad. Please disregard. Mitrovic is a I'm just glad Today's we got. Today's episode of a touchline rant is sponsored by mobile phones. <laughs> oh jeez. Right, Mitch. That's stunning. Mitch, let's take away from Mitrovic. Yes. Um, yes. Um, thank you. Yeah, to mobile phones for the sponsorship <laughs> this week. Um, Mitch, what's what's next? Can we talk Leicester? We go Leicester. Oh, please, let's talk Leicester. Let's let's go Leicester. Brendy, um, Brendy. Sacking Brendan Rogers. Luke, is it the right call? Was this a? It felt felt kind of inevitable, really. Is it confirmed it? that he's gone? No. no, no, it's just in it's your not head. confirmed, Mitch. Is it not confirmed? No, no, it's Mitch just is... a lot of rumours, Mitch. Mitch has gone to I sleep. I sacked him. Mitch, <laughs> I've sacked him already. So, I guess break. it's not inevitable, then, is it? We 
Well, I mean, it is inevitable. So Brendan Rodgers hasn't been sacked uh, yet, but the look on his face post-Brighton, an absolute trash in 5-2. And in the previous few games have looked... I mean, for me, it looked like he basically doesn't want to be there um, alongside players like Madison, Tielemans. Would you? Well, no, Mm. I wouldn't. But I mean, (laughs) it feels like they're just looking around and going, where the hell has that squad gone that were challenging for titles and winning FA Cups two seasons ago? Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird one that that team has seemingly gone downhill so quickly. You know, it's it's just, it appears as though it's just fallen off a cliff. There's some players, there's good players there. I don't know what's needed. I think it, I do think that a change of managers needed because mm. that squad's not shit. I think you know it just I mean? needs to, it needs to be freshened up. Like I just, yeah, think, no, it and does. bear in mind as well, this has been spoken about a lot, but Brendan Rodgers normally just does a three year cycle at a club. And mm. I think this is his fourth season, maybe his fifth. So yeah. it's, it's actually uncharted territory. It's the longest he's been at any club. Yeah, mm. and, and yeah. this showing. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's it... bad though, isn't it? Three seasons. That's not a lot of time. No, no. He's a, he's a Mourinho disciple, though, isn't mm. he? That yeah, you forget so. that about he's... you forget that about old Brendy, from the Mourinho coaching from, pool. From watching this game against Brighton, what it looked like the the biggest thing, and they highlighted this on Match of the Day as well. Danny Ward looks sadly for Wales looks like woefully underconfident and possibly mm. a little bit out of his depth. Um, I am concerned. But I have to say a lot of it comes down to that defense in front of him. Yeah. It's not like Wesley Fofana was obviously a good player, but it was more for me that it that Leicester had hope going forward that they had a young prospect. Mm. Now who have they got? Johnny Evans and Daniel Amati. Yeah, it's I think weird. I, I think I said it a couple of weeks ago. Daniel Amati is a fucking passenger if i've ever seen one mm. like the i'd never seen him do anything that's convincing in a leicester shirt no. um and you know the goal that uh that McAllister scored the, the fifth goal for his free kick mm. came from an amati foul where literally as soon as he fouled him to the ground he then like ran five yards forward and yelled at madison <laughs> basically saying it was his fault that he had to foul him and it's like Look, i'm just saying he's just madison's got one of them faces and <laughs> he though he's got one of those faces you're like mm, you know it's definitely you, you. you yeah you get it. i think it's the hair i think <laughs> i don't know is that because you haven't got any? Or? I haven't got... I mean, I could have some. <laughs> 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 it's sadly not just audio format anymore. No, yeah, no, you can't, can't hide it. now. There's, there's no thinning. There's no thinning. <laughs> Where's the Man United bobble hat when you need it? I oh, know. <laughs> I was hoping that would make Sorry. an appearance again. <laughs> I think there's bigger problems at Leicester as well, um, isn't there? Especially with my boldness. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you lose... <laughs> If you lose Schmeichel, then you were saying about the defence. I think the confidence of a defence having, knowing that there's a keeper that commands, um, it does breed that confidence in defence. And they've obviously lost a key player in Fofana. Mm. They've also got, let's be honest, as, as Steve has alluded to, pretty shaky 
defenders at the moment anyway. And then you couple with the fact that, yeah, Ward, unfortunately, I did have my doubts beforehand. He's, he's not up to it in the, in the Premier League. Sh- Michael was there. Wales, but I yeah. really don't think he's... Shemichael was their captain though, as well. And I don't think... I think it's, sometimes when things like that, you you forget about the intangibles that a player brings. And Shemichael's leadership and... Uh, well, just general brashness and loudness can't be mm. underestimated. The thing I was thinking about, and tell me if this sounds like absolute bollocks and I'm just spinning. Like but... your Mitrovic fact. Sorry. All right, I did my maths the wrong way around. Can we let it go? We're, we're going to have a husband yeah, and wife no, Barney I'm, now, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm sleeping in the spare room tonight. Um, the, the, the thing I thought about is <laughs> Danny Ward got into the Well squad under in previously hmm. based basically on the fact that he's the second best option after Hennessy yeah. and younger than Hennessy yeah. but never on his form because he's always been number two at Leicester yeah but it was almost like it was an unknown factor just that he was considered good but yeah. was never proven in a sense are you suggesting that Danny Ward could be the first international goalkeeper to lose his place because he's playing more <laughs> yes that's exactly what I'm suggesting this what's happening and that actually the fact that it could go the other way for Hennessy who's now number yeah. two at Forest is it is it did he go to Forest in the end mm. Yeah, yeah, he did. Look so, how happy Mitch looks. Yeah. So now, so about now, me, they've lost a couple of them. No one's noticed yet. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? The actual entire city of Nottingham now is just Nottingham yeah. Forest players. They, they have to change the like population number on the sign <laughs> at, on the outside. Gone, it broke it the sign. So it went out. I told him they should have gone digital. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging up the numbers was a mistake. But do you, do you not think that could be a thing? It's weird that now you say it. Yeah, I. I I see exactly what you mean. Danny Ward was put in because, yeah, by general I, consensus, he was a good goalkeeper and his international form kept him there. But he's playing more often now. And he's worse. Yeah, but it also... Spotlight's on him every week. Yeah. Spotlight, yeah. yeah, it is. He is definitely worse. But also, it weirdly makes me more confident in Wales' back line. <laughs> because... I did, I did hear a stat, though, for the Leicester game that apparently that's the most shots faced by a team and they faced 23 shots Jesus on Christ. target. Mm. So, I mean... Considering it was only five two, that's yeah, that's Jesus. you know I'm I know this is relying on my math skills again, but I think that's eighteen shots saved. If Brighton have mistaken. been fantastic as well. Like yeah, let's Brighton not discount; really they've good. been brilliant this season. Like unbelievable against it as well. I mean, I mean Leicester have been shocking. But... They have been, but just with Brighton, it's literally the opposite of Leicester in that they've let big players leave, mm. and it doesn't seem to have affected them. You know, Cucurella's gone, Mopai's gone. There's another one that I've already forgotten. Basuma. Basuma, that's it. These players have gone, mm. and you think, oh, fuck, and all. But it's actually made them better. Yeah. It's weird. Get on him. Very it's weird. weird. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me pick up on something you said there, Luke. Nobody in Brighton is crying that Neil Mope has left. Nobody. <laughs> Don't Let's you think? Well, I man. mean, you say that <laughs> until you realise that that now means that Danny Welbeck is playing more. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> It's hardly He's like. Playing well. Yeah, but oh, come <laughs> on. This isn't like, you know, this isn't. They haven't replaced him with fucking Pete Ronaldo. <laughs> Danny Welbeck. No one in. I guarantee. All right, I agree. No, no I agree. Mopai's not prolific. But I also don't suggest anyone in Brighton's going, oh, great. Danny Welbeck gets more games now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's playing very in. well. Undev, though. Prolific. Scored he in the cup. Finish a fucking dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some pundits have been saying that Welbeck could be a 
could be an outside chance for the England squad. In the which pendant? <laughs> which pendant? Jermaine Genus, I reckon. Oh, uh, yeah, I was going to go Soonest. Let's have a whip round of... Or Soonest, that's a good shout as I well. I can't remember who it was, but... Hoddle, uh, Soonest or Genus. It's one of those fucking... No one is I can't suggesting. see the word I was just about to say. Yeah. yeah. Welbeck's getting nowhere near the international <laughs> He's side. He's getting as close to that international side as I'm getting to that international yeah. side. <laughs> I mean, I say this, but today it's, it's, it's come out that Wolves were trying to get Diego Costa on a free couldn't because of new Brexit rules so maybe settling on Andy, Andy Carroll, Carroll yeah. sorry yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, pr- uh, previous host of this <laughs> podcast Jordan what? Lloyd spoke to me today about it because he's a Wolves fan and he was like fuck me we've got an academy he was like anyone <laughs> and they just let Fabio Silva go out on loan as well yeah. I feel ridiculous. like I'm in a parallel universe yeah, hearing yeah. Andy Carroll's name come up on a I thought Andy Carroll had retired I'll be honest I, I didn't know he was retired. still alive yeah, it's just, yeah. Jesus. Speak, speaking of players who could be in and around the England squad, mm. Ivan Tony. Mm. Anyone see this unbelievable hat trick from him this week? Yeah, don't. I don't want to talk about it. It was, it was good. He's a great striker. And we, 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 me and Cass were talking earlier, um, post Vaseline shots. Yeah, um, Jesus. On the casting couch. On the casting couch, and um, we think that there could be room for a a, a weekly segment. Mitch, this is an on-air production meeting, so I'm just tuning you in right now. Nice. Um, and sure, yeah, I've got my notepad here. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> God, you, take you the minute. If you could write it down, because Luke went. Um, no. The uh, the potential uh, segment of the week could be shit house of the week. Nice. And I j- shit house of the week. Oh, it's already got a jingle. I love it. Um, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for the quick <laughs> um, jingle. Thank you, God. But for me, shithouse of the week this week would be Ivan Tony. Yeah. For the sheer mm. audacity he had to carry on driving up the pitch mm. when Melier has was in no man's <laughs> land, and then to just not even he didn't like lob or scoop. It was more just he kind of hooked it over the two flailing defenders mm-hmm. tracking back to try and get it off the line and it just like nestled in the back of the net it was a truly sumptuous goal especially Ooh. for a hat-trick goal so issue say, for me can you just say sumptuous again sumptuous oh <laughs> semi's back score <laughs> <laughs> a three-quarter <laughs> oh, um, he does lose points for me ivan tony for his uh, twitter post of him holding the ball, saying people said it couldn't be done. You have not cured AIDS. <laughs> you have not had a baby even. You have scored three goals in the Premier League. Well done. Which has been done a lot. Footballers yeah, on Twitter is literally my favourite thing. If anyone wants a laugh and probably a semi, mm-hmm. just go to Richarlison's likes. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Amazing. He is the friskiest fucking man I have <laughs> ever seen in my life um, how he's got time to play football i'll never know phil jones when he for years back when twitter was in its infancy and he was still at blackburn and we were going in for him didn't realize that people could see who you were following oh, <laughs> stop it please tell me it was just loads of like it was just porn bots <laughs> <laughs> literally just it was just like daily new at daily nudes <laughs> <laughs> it was just all of them and then his missus people can see who you're following guys can we just have a break while we uh, go on Twitter yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I gotta make follow. some lifestyle changes <laughs> Yeah. Tell me about you guys I had to plug my laptop in to have this busy podcast I know. I'm, I'm nervous we've done a great lens. 
on the sh- on the shit house of the week suggestion, Ivan Tony could have potentially won it the week before as well because I don't know if you saw when he scored against Fulham at Fulham, mm. he celebrated with the Alexander Mitrovic, you know. For our watchers of this podcast, in front of the Fulham fans. Surely, surely Richarlison got it the week before, though. Um, Shout out at this point. Mitch, can we have an old school shout out, please? (laughs) Well done, Mitch. (laughs) Professional. Sorry, sorry, we missed it. What was that? We used to Did do Mitch shout just out. have a stroke? Was Mitch we, just sick? We used to do <laughs> shout out. Um, God, can we just have a shout out, please? Shout out! Thank you, God. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> New Manchester United. I heard that. New Manchester United <laughs> signing Anthony uh, for doing three different goal celebrations yeah, after scoring his debut goal to the point where the referee had to come up to him and say, they're cooking off, for fuck's sake. Stop That's pretending enough. you're pregnant. <laughs> oh, He's having a whale of a time. I love him already. I adore him. That literally looked like the best day of his life, bless him. Oh, it was great. It was wonderful. Um, you, I was very happy with shall, you. Shall we, shall we get the, let the two United fans... Talk about United. Given have... It was a pretty big. Let's, win. let's talk it briefly. Let's talk it briefly because I think we're. I didn't I wear mean, this fucking be shirt for up. nothing. Today. Exactly. So Steve's got his United shirt on. Um, I know we haven't got long left, but it it is nice. It's nice going into a game, um, worried but also a little bit hopeful. The problem is, is I know this story. I've read it before. <laughs> okay. What they'll do is they'll lull me. They'll be lulling me. And lulling you when you get to a game where I'm like home to Bournemouth fucking can't wait for this we'll, we'll lose this is what happens no no Steve's not, not for me Steve oh don't that no, was don't. such a confident no I know no, I, I, oh I I I I'm, enjo- I'm enjoying <laughs> Look I'm enjoying at, okay. watching do you see it. that hand action I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying yeah. it <laughs> uh, do you know what there was ben, a it's like a vet up a cow <laughs> I felt there. nervous. I moved right into up, the but... wall. <laughs> Get it. Sorry, <laughs> Cass, if I was if my behaviour was threatening you. Um, We're I, married I, now, Steve. It's fine. Yeah, it's, fine, it's true. When, when, when Rashford went through mm. on goal, the first goal, I was nervous, a little bit nervous. But mm-hmm. obviously, the, the fan in you wants him to score. Mm. When, he went, when he went through for the second goal, I was like, well, this is in. This yeah. is this is going no, in. It, this is the problem, and, though. And is that, this all coming back? It's few, no, but I, I I I have to believe now that that's it. I'm, I'm really I'm not, 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 to. not to the extent of we're going to win the title, but I have to believe that when we go into games like this, we're going to win. Well, the I, thing is, if when you look at the, the absolute turnaround, the thing, the two games which have been, I would argue, the most comfortable, which is weird, were definitely Arsenal. Even though Arsenal played well. Mm. Uh, they got to a certain stage in the game where I went, we're winning this. Yeah. And Liverpool. The Liverpool game, they the got to... The two biggest st- games. Yeah, they yeah. Were, even though they were they were <laughs> tough games and they played well, they did get to a point where I was like, nah, we're grand. Mm. Against Southampton, I was shitting it all the way through. Be- uh, and against Villa. Was it the other game, Villa? Who else did we beat? It's like Leicester. you need the occasion That's at it. the moment. Leicester. Like you need that yeah. like grandeur. Of- I, yeah. I went into this game, I did go into this game very confident because I was one... It was the big thing of uh, Anthony was the hundredth Brazilian player in the Premier League. Oh, really? So I knew that was a thing. Nice. If he started, then they started him. He's been so adamant about joining United, and I knew that it, he was going to walk out in front of seventy-six thousand at Old yeah, Trafford, sold out. I was like, oh no, they'll be up for this. I did <clears> brick it a little at the beginning, 
But, you know, I got to a stage where I was like, no, we're grand. We're grand, dear. And also the fact that at the start of the season we said Arsenal are Arsenal. Arsenal are Arsenal. We all knew that was going to come to an end. And I personally couldn't have been happier. Yeah, I mean, my all I'm saying is, <laughs> footballistically, I have faith. Yes, and I, I would, I, I love to join you there, but I feel, <laughs> I feel burned. <laughs> I feel, I feel like basically what you're looking at now is the is the human equivalent of the insides of a roasted marshmallow. Do you know what I mean? Is that's how many times I've been burned? <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is encouraging to see Ten Hag actually, though be a bit pragmatic with his tactics and yeah. you know he's he, he, they start the game you know the first couple of games of the season 60 odd percent possession against Brighton just getting caught now playing this sort of counter-attacking game kicking it long from De Gea not always going short and playing out from the back and inviting the press it's encouraging to see he's been pretty pragmatic with the way he's approached games and and yeah getting to the success so Encouraging signs for United. Should we briefly, just a very brief mention, because I know we are running out of time, Luke, because Luke, you always look at your watch and get always nervous. Looking at the watch. I'm like um, he's it, twitching. I am twitching. I mean, cha- Champions League is back. So... <laughs> <laughs> Did you want me to do the classifiers? Champions League is bad. Yeah. I just want to give a shout out to Celtic. Uh, they're playing tonight. Shout just, out. Was, I don't know what the line <laughs> the score was, but they were drawing nil nil the last time I saw, which was yeah, a huge Madrid, game for Celtic. Great, so. Huge game. I, I love that shout out. And they are now losing. And, oh, fuck. Well, they're, they're now losing six nil. Um, <laughs> it's all good. Don't worry. And and, and Rangers, uh, obviously as well. Back Giovanni Van Bronckhorst record as Rangers manager in European knockout games is just unreal um mm. so great to see them back as well but mm. yeah any early shouts for winners for the champions league uh man Anyone city, wanna... man city. This is I, I think it's going to be the closest that they could get i think that's i stand by that the the champions league they'll be more they're better equipped to win the champions league than they are the premier league which i, I, think, I know sounds ridiculous i think they're gonna fuck it again Mm, they could do. I don't they, think yeah, they can do it. it. I don't think they, they, they can have do got it. a fucking in them. Yeah, that's what we have seen. <laughs> don't we all? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> City are currently three 0 up against Sevilla away from home. Oh, <clears> it's Harland. Not scored. to not to piss on your chips. But yeah. Yeah, he scored twice and Foden oh, scored. Fuck me, Harland's boring. God. <clears throat> I know. Why, why do you want to be that good? I know it's just dull. This is it why is. I didn't like Alan Shearer. Because it's just he turn up, he'd score, he'd put his fucking arm in the air, run off. Chelsea lost to Dinamo Zagreb today. And, Which is uh, fantastic. And PSG are currently beating Juventus at home. Mm. Um, Let's see what tomorrow means. Yeah. Keen to, who are you, are you shouting for uh, for the Champions League? Who do you reckon? Who's got it in them? Sorry, are we just going to ignore my shout? Oh, yeah. Everyone but, just laughed at me. Yeah, we'll ignore it. We'd... Yeah, we'll ignore it, yeah. <laughs> Who do you think I said, Steve? Come Did on. you, Did you say Spurs? Oh, I forgot. Of course I said Spurs. I forgot Spurs oh. were in it. It's so weird. We came it? close. I mean, we've got dodgy Gramsier. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> we've got. <laughs> yeah. We've Sorry. got the least, the, the least likable European competition because at least the Conference League, the finals in Prague. So at least you can be like, no, 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 Leo. We did want a tour, didn't we? We did. Prague would have been. I'm, I'm going to go Madrid again and be boring. Yeah. <laughs> Steve. Yeah, everyone's just like. Uh, uh. I got. I recently pulled Madrid in a sweepstake. I must say, a very high production value sweepstake. Shout out to my mate Ash, who does incredible work. God, shout out Ash. 
There you go. He's already Thank on you. it. Um, but uh, yeah, I got Real Madrid, and to be honest, I was pretty happy with that. And I'm not. Mm. not looking too far past them. I think City. Uh, yeah, I still don't think it will be enough. Sadly. Mm. Mm. I'm depressed. Mm. On that, that's it. Any, we won't any of business now. I'm just glad no one said PSG. To be honest. Oh no! Fuck that. No, no. Last I can myself to do. No. No, God no. no. Should we finish on something uh, lighter? <laughs> let's do it. And finally, I, I haven't actually got anything. I just oh, to say I thought you were going to go on somewhere then. <laughs> I no. don't. <laughs> no, I don't I want to finish this because I don't actually want to go outside in the dark and deal with the ghost that lives here. Oh, it's yeah. fine. Don't worry about it. It's not a problem. Be fine. <laughs> there may not be a podcast next week <laughs> because we may have all been murdered in Sully. But luckily, God will make sure that the video goes up on YouTube. That's so. true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Thanks, God, for that. Evidence. <laughs> all right. Right, Any other business? No. No, wrap, no. Up, wrap this bitch up, Mitchell, like a burrito. All right. Thanks for listening from me in Australia and from the rest of the team in our studios in Sully. Um, thanks for listening. Bye. That was a lovely echo on that then. That was beautiful. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you, guys. Hi, this is the Blender Coach, and you're listening to a Touchline Rants latest podcast. Back of the net. Touchline, a touchline rant. This is a touchline, a touchline rant. A touchline, a touchline. Oh, touch line, touch line, rest. This podcast is a Bendy Geddig Media production.